You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Tuesday morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to WLWT News 5's Daily Dose, where we give you kind of a quick headline news of what's going on for the day, get you prepared, get you out the door. Also a check of the forecast, which I think is going to make a lot of people very happy. Mm -hmm. Kelly Rippin, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel back with us again. Uh, let's talk about some of the headlines for today. Yeah, yeah, Senate Bill 215. It is now law. It's talking about uh, having a permit to carry a concealed weapon. If you can legally own a gun, you can legally carry it. The only thing about this new law, it removes the duty to inform. So unless a police officer asks you, you have to obviously let them know that you have it. But if they don't ask you, you don't have to. And I think, you know, might create some caveats. There's, there's been some conversations on both sides about it, but uh, it is now law. So it is now law. It is. Yeah, good to know. It goes into effect, I believe, in 89 days right. specifically. So uh, you're probably going to hear a lot more about this. We'll remind you when that also happens yep. um, and those classes that you had to take previously don't to have, have concealed carry. You don't have to anymore, but no. they will still exist. Exactly. And maybe a good idea just to, you know, have the knowledge, right? I don't know a whole lot about the topic, so I will we will move on to something that I know Fletcher knows a whole lot about. It has been kind of a one two punch for Cincinnati fans. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about the Reds. First, yep. we had Sonny Gray and then yesterday Suarez and Winker. Yeah, trading two key. First, they go from trading arguably the ace of the staff and then they trade two of their key pieces um, of the offense. Winker is someone who what, six months ago, you're like, oh, maybe he's going to be kind of the mainstay of the offense once Joey Votto in the twilight right. years hoped, yeah. of his career. Maybe Winker can take up that mantle. Uh, obviously not the case anymore as he and Suarez are heading to Seattle. A career year basically across the board for Winker. Averaged 305, yeah. tw uh, 24 home runs, 71 RBIs. Again, his first all-star season. And Suarez, uh, not necessarily the twilight of his career, but tailing off on the offense a little bit, hit under 200, but still had... Um, uh, 79 RBIs in uh, 2021 and spent seven of his uh, eight professional careers in Cincinnati. So right. certainly wow. a hometown favorite. It's been a long time. Um, and so, everyone likes to say, hey, you, hey, yeah. That's right. So listen to this. So of the starting lineup last year, Tucker Barnhart, Joey Votto, Jonathan India, Kyle Farmer, Suarez, Winker, Tyler Naquin, Nick Castellanos, four of those guys are gone. Wow. So a, a big retooling of the of the starting lineup for the Reds. They're not they're not rebuilding. I'm putting that in quotes. Those are not my words. They're not rebuilding. Um, but it certainly tough. seems anyway. like everyone's calling it a fire sale. What's yeah. going on? It's not a rebuild. It's a demolish. It seems I like mean, kind of kind of out from under under everyone's well, and, nose. And a lot of players that a lot of people in Cincinnati liked. That's the biggest right, thing. Fan you know favorites. I mean? Um, and, and when you when you play here in Cincinnati, you just create a bond with certain individuals. I mean, even if they don't play baseball, uh, certain people like who they like. Yeah, they get very passionate about yeah. their fa for whatever reason. And that's what I think is fun and unique about this city. Yeah. No, we're not the Yankees. We're not the it's a good thing we're not white Sox. <laughs> right. We're not the Cubs. Right. But like, yeah, it, 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 we I think the players the foster a really it. nice personal yeah. home feel when they are here. Yeah, um, that it is definitely a bummer. And it really stinks coming off of the Bengals season because I think everyone was hoping that all of that momentum would carry into baseball season and it's just right now falling flat. So well, that's the next thing. There's I mean. still time. But yeah, then that yeah. yesterday really just kicking people that when they're down. Part of that one two punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah the tight end. Yeah, CJ Uzama. We, we saw him um, had an amazing year. 49 catches, five touchdowns all season. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it's some of the plays that he made in the playoffs, the big blocks that happened. Right. And a tight end, it's a hard. Um, I think position to come by. It's a very dynamic position. You have to be able to block and catch. Right. Um, and it, in, in, in playoff games, it's very crucial to have somebody. So it's going to be tough as he went to the Jets signing a three-year $30 million. But we did pick up 
Two free agents, uh, offensive lineman Alex Kappa, a guard from Tampa Bay, believe he was on Tom Brady's blind side, mm -hmm. which is huge for us. Yep. Uh, we need Joe Burrow uh, protected, Upright, obviously. And, yeah, <laughs> Ted Karras played center and guard, which, as you know, two very different um, positions, but it's good that this man has knowledge of both just in case right. that's needed, and that's huge. He yep. came from uh, New England. And what was everyone saying immediately after the Super Bowl? Well, can't wait for the draft uh, to see line, right. offensive, offensive line, line get right. fixed. Here we are a couple days into free it. agency. And they don't have to even go to the draft. Already free yet. agency. This don't is good. To go it wasn't even good. a couple days. It was like an hour, and yeah. things yeah. were moving. Well, BJ right. Hill, we can't forget BJ Hill. BJ Hill being re-signed. Yep. Big thing. That's Larry Ogunjobi is going to Chicago Bears, which is sad to see, but we they wanted the mission was to keep one of the two. Yep. And um, B.J. Hill looks like to be the better of the two. But, uh, man, I think, again, the, the, the focus is going to be the tight end. We had talked about Gronk. Now with Brady being back, I don't see uh, Gronk coming to want to play. I wonder right. if the Bucks were scared of the Bengals. <laughs> they were like, all right, Tom Brady, you're coming back. We're not letting know. Gronk disappear. I think I think Drew Sample might be able to slide into that tight end one position pretty seamlessly. There we'll might see. be a little bit of growing pains. But, yeah, you're right. Tight end is a position where the impact isn't always necessarily felt in the score sheet. You were just saying, what, 40 catches and five touchdowns. I mean, it dude, felt like he played a lot bigger. Right. Big and then you're talking about yes. his blocking or just the threat that he was able Able to be to relieve right. the trio of receivers that right. Joe Burrow had his disposal. When they happen. So well, one name comes to mention. I was th talking to Kelly about this. A man that played a Cub Cat that played at Notre Dame, not going to be eligible for the draft this year. Michael Mayer, mm. but an amazing tight end, all American. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Maybe he'll come back in another year or so. But like I said, it might be interesting to see where they get. Right. I mean, can they entice a guy like George Kittle? There's not many guys around the league That's true. that that can play on the level of, of George Kittle that want to leave a place like San Francisco to come to Cincinnati. Right. That's true. So. And, and just one more. Quick note on the Bengals, the two offensive line additions. Uh, Kappa was rated by Pro Football Focus, based here in Cincinnati, yeah, uh, 74.2, and Karras was rated 72.8. Solid grades. Uh, the Pretty much the average for the offensive line yeah. last year, 58. Right. So already so two huge additions, additions yeah. that will Those make an immediate numbers. impact. They're really, really solid, and veteran guys. Yes. In addition, guys, we're seeing COVID-19 finally dial back. You can feel it at home. You can feel it when you're out. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, two years ago, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Two years ago this week. Right, yeah, tomorrow. It all shut yesterday, down. Yesterday, or, yeah. or tomorrow. Things shut down two years ago. Was so. that the Tom Hanks NBA yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> two, yeah. two years tomorrow. Where they but cleared the court. Everyone's like, what? Yeah, what's going on? Um, so the National Guard are finally leaving. What amazing work those men and women have done. They left Saney and Fort Thomas yesterday. It was great to see, uh, as they were given a round of applause, just the amazing work that they were able to shore up and support our nurses and doctors through the time that they've had to go through. They gave them a round of applause. They kind of lined the hallways. Yeah. And again, a, a huge thank you. As you mentioned during the show, they sacrificed a lot, leaving maybe their families and uh, what yeah. they were doing at home they already. To, they, to they didn't know how long they were going to be here. They were here for quite a while. So yeah. uh, they did things like transport patients, clean. I mean, you know, d what may seem like simple tasks made a huge difference for those hospital staff. And one of those yeah. things that makes this kind of downward slope that we're, it kind of feels like we're finally actually on the downward part right. of the slope. Uh, at the peak of COVID-19, St. Elizabeth had 266 COVID-19 patients. As of uh, the story yesterday, um, 20, uh, what's the number here, 24 okay. patients. Wow. So you can really kind of see that through. And we've heard uh, Governor DeWine and Brashears talk about uh, yes. both in Kentucky and Ohio as well, how they're seeing not only hospitalization, or not only cases right. fall, but hospitalizations fall as well. Specifically was Kentucky. The big, yeah, but like hospitalization was the big number because yeah. that's what, you know, we didn't want everyone to be overwhelmed. We wanted people to get access to care if they needed it. Um, so. so that's a huge thing. Well, and these big programs ending uh, in July, unless they get more funding, Governor Brashear was saying, 
Uh, they include test to stay in K through 12 schools, community administration centers of COVID antibodies, and uh, this is a big one, community COVID testing through gravity diagnostics, which is obviously here in Northern Kentucky. Mm -hmm. They provide an amazing effort and service for folks that needed to get tested when they needed it. So um, some big things, including long-term care facilities and also keeping a 90-day emergency supply of PPE. I could always tell how things were going because I, I told you we talked about it earlier and we're going to talk about this here in a second. I avoid the Brent Spence Bridge. Um, <laughs> you also are not a huge fan. It can be scary, especially for not someone me, who's I new just... to town. Colin's like, I'm lazy. I've got this. <laughs> I got go this. No, no, you're confident. <laughs> I am not. That thing scares me. So um, I often take the Clay Wade Bailey and coming south home from work, I would come over the Clayway Bailey and I would look at the at the stoplight while I was st still. <laughs> uh, I would look at the Gravity Diagnostics Testing Center to kind of know how things were going. And so uh, it was very indicative of how things were in the world where there yeah. would either be like lines and lines of cars or absolutely no one. And it has been much, 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 much slower uh, recently. So why we were talking about the Brent Spence Bridge is because everything, it's still open, it's still running as normal, which is good. Mm -hmm. There are going to be some changes to getting onto the bridge and it's called a Texas turnaround. Yeah, not a Texas toast. So what is that? Not a Texas, Texas toast. That's that, 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 Sonic commercial. That commercial, man. It's on all the time. Texas toast. Yeah. So Texas turnaround. <laughs> Explain what that really is like. What that's going to look like. Who's going to be affected? It's and it's very confusing on the surface. Yeah. And understand why. Okay. So if you are traveling between Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati, Fourth Street in Covington is where you come over the Clay Wade Bailey. That's Fourth Street. So uh, you can turn right to get onto the Brent Spence Bridge if you wanted to head back over to Kentucky, uh, mm -hmm. Ohio, rather. They're eliminating that on-ramp. So that on-ramp to I-7175 on the bridge is being removed except for emergency vehicles, which is something that has always been a problem with the Brent Spence. So they're yeah. gonna keep access for that. But the reason they're doing that is because when people get on from 4th Street, you kind of come onto the bridge underneath uh, and with traffic already flying past mm -hmm. you. And then for those people to then go all the way into the left-hand lanes, it's a really quick decision that you have to make. And if you're not familiar with the area, right. you could go, it could go wrong. Or if you have just a bunch of trucks that you can't get over, yeah. then you're going back miles the wrong way. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so what they're gonna do instead, when it's all done, you will go from 4th Street back south. You're gonna go south to go north. It's confusing and I understand that, but you're gonna go back to Pike Street. There's gonna be a U-turn and then it's going to be able to get you back onto the bridge. And from there, you're going to have more time to make that decision if you want to go 71, if you want to go 75. Yeah, so makes sense. it's going to take, I think, eight months. It's going to be a little messy. There's a bunch of gas stations around there. Feels like everything with this project is going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. The greatest news of this, though, is the Brent Spence Bridge is not going to really be affected, it sounds like. Right. Obviously, we don't know. It's just as getting this, there. Yeah, this project continues. It looks like great weather. They can get off to a great start, which is where we're going to go in a couple of minutes here. But isn't it great to have the spring lake weather back yesterday felt like it was 70 set it in my car so i went with that <laughs> i mean but. you know car temperature while not official is still yeah. uh it's official to you it's and it makes you feel good it's so nice the windows have opened my heat is taking a break and i yep. love that yep. uh, we had the back door open i was telling you guys it smelled like Everyone was grilling last night. Yeah, that's tough to get through. As I was trying to fall asleep. I know. And I didn't eat dinner just because yeah, I didn't have time. Yeah, well, then he went outside and started grilling. Oh, and I was like, if like, he's working, that would have been, yeah. No, he went outside and was grilling. And I was like, really? I'm about to go to sleep. And right. all I can smell is Hopefully this. Hopefully he gave you some for lunch today. He did. It's downstairs. Oh, so what a I great know. man. What a I good pick man. on him a lot, See? but I guess he's a good person. He's, he's I did learned. marry him. <laughs> that's what's happened. But no, we have more nice weather yep. uh, heading through the week, which is awesome, especially for St. Patrick's Day, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, shenanigans you said could be happening. Happening. Uh, Randy Rigo going to take it away here in a couple of minutes. Lots of sun to be had and some nice sunrises as well the next couple of days.
Yeah, as we take a look at the WLWT live radar this morning, you can see we do have one area of light rain showers passing from Indiana into Ohio. So some light rain possible in and around the area near Oxford over the next half hour or so. But in general, we'll watch these clouds clear out and we'll get some sunshine second half of the day. Right now, most towns in the mid or upper 40s and we'll make it to the mid 60s this afternoon. Plan on high temperatures into the 70s on St. Patrick's Day. Thanks, Randy. 70s. I know it's back. We got through that snow and we deserve the 70s. We do. Yes, we do, which is funny because I actually enjoy the cold, so I'm not really? saying I'm sad that it's leaving, but enjoy. I will miss it a little bit. I think it's Kelly weird not to cringed. walk in with my weather, my leather jacket on. I usually have it around my arm at this time. I know why you like the cold because you moved here from Florida and I did the same thing about three years ago. Really? The novelty lasts for one year, <laughs> one year? and then okay. after that you're like, no, this is dumb. Like, why like did I leave Florida? I, like yeah. I, like I don't the like the season. Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia can do that. Yes, can do that to That's you true. as well. Yes, so. you're going to you'll boy. have That's fun right. with it for a little while. I'm looking forward for fall being longer than a week. That's yeah. true. Very true. I could ask you some Atlanta questions right now like what what, what buckhead for you <laughs> anyway comments yeah from people watching before, before we sign off uh, or uh, sign off for the day we have some comments for people watching on our Facebook live stream okay. which we do every morning before the audio version of the show right. goes up yeah. on your favorite podcasting app um, so today we asked uh, how you're feeling about the Reds Traits that were made yesterday. You can hear Randy Rico over there going, "Ooh!" Randy's she unhappy. had to break it to her kids. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. a next level of uh, sadness. Uh, Paul Knapp says, "Doesn't affect my wallet any." Not sure if that means he's still gonna go or yeah. if he wasn't gonna go to begin with. Right. Uh, Glenna Jordan says, "Not good at all. No chance to win much. No team rebuilding again." Also saying that we need owners with money. A lot of fans feeling that way. Yeah. Um, and Justin Mays will round us out here saying, not happy with the Reds. We'll never get better because of the teams with the deeper pockets. So kind of like what you were talking about a little bit right. earlier. You're saying the Reds aren't the Yankees. They're not the Cubs and are now having to compete with that as that uh, disparity well, between like the, the rich teams and the not-so-rich teams gets a little bit wider. You right. only get lucky with uh, some prospects so right. much. So I mean, often. when you have to build a whole team around prospects, yeah. it's like, Ugh, yeah. yeah right. Well, and, and then think about the hot start. I mean, the end of the season that we were at, you know, September, mm -hmm. uh, coming from the summer last year, ah, man. It's hard to channel that energy again. Yeah, and that's year. and again, that's what kind of makes this real rebuild seem rather unnecessary when you compare it to the yeah. Bengals. It's just free agents leaving, coming in. That's just kind of how the business works. Right, you're never going to keep an entire yeah. roster yeah. of and, the exact same. And people. the Reds seem right. to be blowing it up for no other reason than they didn't want to pay Sonny Gray, who had been on the trade block for a while in speculation, but right. didn't want to pay yeah. Winker and just kind of rush a couple prospects up. So huh. time will tell. We'll see if it works. Well, hey, that's Tuesday for you, right? Mm, that's yep. right. Covered a lot of topics here on Daily Dose. A lot Dose. of topics. So. We'll, uh, we'll leave you with that, but we will see you tomorrow again. Fletcher, Kelly Rippon, Colin Mayfield, thank you so much for joining us on this Tuesday morning. Have an amazing day.